0: Log Talk Radio Trek Talking All things Star Trek and beyond Thursday night 730 to 930 all hailing frequencies are open iTunes, iHeart, Stitcher Spotify, Amazon and wherever fine podcasts are found Trek Talking boldly going wherever your mind is willing to go
1: Trekkers, this is Uncle Jim from Trek talking here with you. As promised, this is the sixth and final Fireside Chat with Eric and Paul, Raw and Uncut. This episode they're going to talk about the United Federation of Planets, Old Vine, Zippendale. I want to say thank you to all the folks at Star Trek Wines for making this possible. Particularly, I want to single out Greg Speer who's been joining us on the past couple of podcasts, and also Heather Tories for sending us all this great product to test for you guys. I also want to let you know that Tuesday night, uh, Star Trek The Motion Picture, the 4K Director's Edition, is going to premiere on Paramount+. Plus, and Thursday night, we're going to have a special review about that show. And we're going to have Philo Barnhart, who was an original animator on Star Trek The Motion Picture, and Louise Strangwall, who was the president of the Leonard Nimoy Fan Club and an extra in Star Trek The Motion Picture. So you don't want to miss that. And Monday night at 730 We're also going to be doing a special Strange New Worlds podcast. We're going to talk about all the new character bios that are out and share our thoughts and hopes about the show. So you don't want to miss that either. So head on over to Facebook at Trek Talking and Beyond. Spell that all out. Give us a like. Give us a listen. Give us a follow. That way you'll never miss an exciting podcast. So without any further ado, here's Eric and Paul, raw and uncut. Enjoy. Priority
2: 1 message from Starfleet coming in on secured channel. Incoming transmission.
1: Enter authorization
2: code. Command codes verified. Define parameters of program. Level 9 authorization required. Specify parameters.
3: Transfer of data is complete.
2: ready? Yes. Yes, Captain.
3: Let's fly.
2: We're going to talk about something we know you're going to love, Star Trek Wines. We've been following Star Trek Wines since they launched about four or five years ago. Every year they come out with two new and authentic products. Fans of the original series, Deep Space Nine, The Next Generation, and the new Picard series will recognize several of these amazing Star Trek Wines from each series. The entire Star Trek Wines collection celebrates some of Star Trek's most enduring legacies, Jean-Luc Picard, the Klingon Empire, Cardassian culture, and the United Federation of Planets. Right now, Star Trek Wines is featuring its full collection, all six bottles in an interplanetary six-pack called the Full Armada, a must-have for any Star Trek fan. Over the next six weeks, we're going to sample and explore each wine and talk to the creators about how they put these wines together. These wines are rich in detail, including individually numbered bottles, hand-wax-dipped enclosures, 3D-rendered bottles created from the original props used on the shows, and even a blue Chardonnay. Liner notes crafted by writer Una McCormick for historical accuracy are all part of the package. The elegant Chateau Picard Old World French Crew Bordeaux is produced by and imported from the real Chateau Picard in France. Over the next few weeks, we'll be sampling and reviewing the full collection as well as looking into the newest wines just released in 2021, an Andorian Blue Special Reserve Chardonnay, which features the United Federation of Planets metal medallion, silk screen designs, and a stellar blue wine sought after throughout the galaxy. We'll also do a deep dive in the legendary Cardassian Kanar, long considered one of the Holy Grail collectibles in the Star Trek universe. So join us as we go behind the scenes with the team behind Star Trek Wines.
3: Welcome to the United Fermentation of Planets, where no glass
2: has gone before. Dude, the Thursday show was great. Yeah? Uh, which, oh, yes. Yeah, we, I have to tell you, um, you know, as I was saying in the chat, you know, Jim and I got up on our soapboxes a little bit, but I think it was totally justified. It's oh. gold. And, and it was really, like, as a listener, that's what I want. And I feel like we're, you know, we see what the producers and the, the writers and all those people are trying to do with series like um, Discovery right now. You know, and and specifically, of course, we're talking about the the, like, portrayal that empathy is a, has value. Yeah. (laughs) Because in the differences are,
0: differences are supposed to be embraced. That's right. Like, that's, you know, the IDIC. That's right. Right? That, that thing is going there. And it's just like, when, you know, you guys were going on, I was just like, this is the, you know, because it's the thing. It's just like, I was like, you know, echoing what you guys were saying, how you're always seeing the comments. It's like, when I see somebody complaining about something being woke, I know that you're a bastard. Right. And let you basically, right. it's like you kind of like, you're not, you're not letting me just have unabashed racism and it's bothering me. You know, yeah. It's just like, it's like, no, Jerko, yeah. sure no. it's, it's not know. cool. So just to hear you guys defend the ethos like that, to yeah. me, that was just like more, more, more. Awesome. I love that. Well, so I don't I, think I should ever be high, high about that or try to like, you know, kowtow to uh, uh, less enlightened segments of the audience. Yeah. You know, just yeah, well, to get I mean, them to the, listen.
2: You know, the way I look at it is that 3,000 people a week are downloading our podcast and listening to us. So hopefully we're reaching people not only that think like us, but yeah. maybe other people who are like, oh, wait a second, that makes a lot of sense. And you get an international audience. You don't we just do. get Americans. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's true. So, so, thank well, you. Good. Yeah. Thank you so much. That
0: was great. And I have maybe the luckiest bit of shtick for me ever. The way I got introed on the call. That was oh the, yeah. <laughs> that actually was like that was perfect because like I like, could not have been more well set up ever. Okay. So I was just like, okay, this is like shtick
2: cool. Who were we looking for again? We were looking for um Stacy. Oh for Stacy. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta wash from black.
3: Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know what I might have to do? Yes. I might have to resort to other glasses. Uh, that is. Just until we, uh, these are sort of holiday glasses, but they'll work. Yeah. And then I'll wash everything, right? Because everyone's still using the other ones. Okay. A little garish, but you know, what are you- No, no, no. I, I yeah. You can teach them. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> All right. You want, uh, to open? No, you should, because it's first three, second three. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, so I was told there'd be no math. So let me get my spectacles so I can see what I'm doing. That's good. All I know is this has got earth-shaking onus behind it because this is the this is the big one. This is the train pulling into the station. This is the climax. This is the caboose, if you will, of the Armada, right? This is number six. That's right. Our journey. The human adventure is just beginning, but our journey through these wines is coming to an end. Mm -hmm. And we are now looking at this incredible, big... You kind of deliberately, Eric, wanted to save the big one for last.
2: I did, I did. I mean, Zins are absolutely uh, among my favorite grapes in the world, and this one is, you know, just special reserve, and it looked amazing, and so I really wanted to save it for last.
0: It's an amazing bottle. It's, uh, I kind of flunked geometry in high school, so I can't really tell you what shape this is, but it's kind of like a beveled, uh, curving, uh, almost cylindrical, uh, uh, yeah. What I'd would you
2: say, call it? I'd say I'd say it's got a square footprint, Yeah. Uh, and the square on the bottom is probably... Like rectangular, two, kind of, like two. a
0: long rectangle, but with what beveled sides. Well,
2: it is. It's, it's a small square on the bottom. It's like three inches by three inches, and then it, well, or maybe a little less, and then it bevels outward such that it's smaller at the bottom than it is at the top, and then it just curves very nicely as if it was cut from a little piece of a dome or something.
0: So we should brace people so that they know that this is gonna be a little bit of a different report, despite your editing prowess, where people have no idea that it's seamlessly integrated. That we're doing uh, this tasting tonight is kind of a bigger uh, coming together of our respective houses, and we keep saying, all the time that, you know, we're trying these different wines and a refrain that often happens is, you know, this wine would go really good with food. Mm-hmm. Somebody will say that in their best Shatner-esque tones. And so we're like, well, you know, that's really the case, especially if we're looking down the road at his Zinfandel. Mm-hmm. We better make some food. Mm-hmm. So tonight we're having a great big dinner party with... uh our various houses here tonight, and it's kind of silly and zany, and so you'll be getting this uh, in various tastes and various moments along the continuum of the evening, if you will.
2: That is correct, and here we are at the opening of this, uh, of this most amazing bottle.
0: There she blows. Okay, the cork came out nice and cleanly. We have the United Federation of Planets. Old vines in, I'm going to say 2019. It does say
2: 2019 vintage on the front at the top of the bottle uh, on the front side. It's kind of got that uh, United Federation of Planets emblem with, I think what we decided was wheat on either side. Oh wheat. I think it's wheat. They're like um, agrarian Amish it, space it's explorers. It's kind of an interesting thing
0: uh, to have the wheat on there, but yeah, uh, but it's kind of a yeah. it evokes peace and organization. It does, right? And special reserve. This is uh, 2019 North Coast uh, Old Vine Zin, and I believe we were talking Zin and Petite Sirah, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, okay. yeah, and I think it might even have. Uh, something beyond Petit Sera in here as well. I'm trying to see if it says it on the label. It's the world's smallest font, if you're wondering why there's a slight hesitation here from the uh, geriatric contingent of 10 Forward. But, uh, you know, I'll have to look it up. But I seem to remember that it was Petit Sera and something else.
2: Yeah, let's see here. This says, uh, the United Federation of Planets was founded in 2161 by an alliance of humans, Vulcans, Andorians, and Tellarites. The United Federation of Planets has long recognized the core principles of mutual cooperation and the idea that the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Blended by our intergalactic sommelier and designed to fit the palates of multiple planets, the Federation wines are created especially for diplomatic banquets, Federation Council gatherings and planetary assemblies. The grapes used in this inaugural Federation wine were sourced from three Old Vine Zinfandel vineyards on planet Earth with soft, ripe raspberry and cracked white peppercorn aromas blended with an Andorian spice. This wine pays homage to the history and mission of the Federation, a dream that became a reality and spread throughout the stars." I think that is the same, that sounds very similar to what was on the other special reserve, the Chardonnay.
0: Andorian spice. Does this mean I'm going to wake up in the morning with antenna growing out of my forehead?
2: (laughs) One can only hope. What did
0: I do last night? Oh, somebody (laughs) asked Guinan. But it's, uh, I believe we got, uh, if it's the same as I've seen previously, then we're talking uh, percentages about 87% Zin, 12% Petit Syrah, and a little bit of Syrah in there, just a percentage or so. So what do you think 1% Syrah would do for the wine? That's a very small percentage. It is. Maybe it helps balance the tannins and provide a little bit richer color here. Okay. okay. Maybe. Just theorizing I don't mm-hmm. know. So Zin Vindel's fine. Because it's, uh, as they say in Italy, right, primitivo, right? And compared to like Syrah or even uh, like a cab, right, it can seem at first glance like it's a lighter colored red. Mm -hmm. It sometimes doesn't seem like it's as dark of a red in terms of its color. Mm -hmm. It can seem like it's a little bit lighter sometimes, but that's a deceptive first impression. It is interesting because I was going to say the last line, of, uh, the Bordeaux that we had,
2: had that deep, deep, deep red purple. This right. has a much more um, translucent um, kind of look to it. You, know, you, can, you can see through it a little bit more, but, and a much redder yeah. color, yeah. Not,
0: not so purpley. Yeah. coppery, mm-hmm. raisiny. Yeah. It's a little softer in appearance, but <laughs> full stop asterisk, uh, the Zinfandels tend to be uh, a little bit bolder. Uh, I think even though they may, I mean, I don't know what we're going to experience here, but sometimes Zinfandels can be very, uh, very berry, mm-hmm. very fruit forward sometimes, and not like with the Merlot because there's so much tannic structure underneath, mm-hmm. right? Because there's that boldness and there's that earthy. Rustic character to it. That it's mm-hmm. going to be bigger. The zins tend to have more alcohol content
3: mm-hmm. to them
0: as well, mm-hmm. and they're going to probably finish longer. I'm excited to see where this goes.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So we'll be doing this in this initial hit, first impressions, like always, to see what we think, and uh, then we'll uh, we'll weigh in a bit, take a little break, and then we'll come back after we've prepared some food.
2: Well, my initial aroma hit off this puppy is that it is living up to the Zinfandel, um, legacy. It is, it smells big, it smells oaky, it smells like it's going to have a ton of flavor.
0: Yeah, big, jammy. Jammy. Uh, but not like, you know, I, I hesitate I hesitate to say sweet almost, just because it's got that strong fruit to it. But it's not sweet. But it's not sweet, no. Um, it's robust. And what I like about this compared to uh, a lot of other reds is, man, the finish at the end,
3: mm-hmm.
0: right? Uh, little hints of, like, vanilla and lingering tobacco and mm-hmm. things like that. I'm thinking that's the... Part of, you know, hi, I'm Petit Syrah. This is what I bring to the table, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I think of some of the Petit Syrah uh, contributions mm-hmm. that you will that, that give it that long, spicy finish, because it's a spicy finish, man. I definitely, the first thing that I tasted when it went
2: in, other than the, the sort of oaky aftertaste, was strawberries. Mm. Absolutely strawberries was the very first thing that I got. And then it kind of like... The it changed a little bit and it moved down my tongue and it became more of like a uh, blackberry. But yeah. Anyway, wow. Uh, very nice. Very nice kind of complexity of flavor. Paul's gone to the kitchen to get some food going here.
0: But yeah, there's, uh, there we go. Just had to put something in the oven, friends.
2: hmm it smells like, uh, you know, what it's uh, well. Hopefully, this isn't blasphemous to compare it to something else, but I've had some Ridge and some pretty darn good. Oh, that's like, and this is like right there. I yeah, think.
0: that's a benchmark. In yeah, Ridge is great. Yeah, Ridge is great. Um, I got a little. Let me see if I. Uh, I'm going off of. I definitely get the strawberry for sure mm-hmm. that you uh, were referencing for sure, but I also get like a little whiff of what to me almost seems like licorice. Oh, interesting. Uh, the red vine factor. Yes. <laughs> the red vine factor.
2: But it's interesting. I, you know, we keep saying these things that are sweet, 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 but the wine's not coming across as sweet. Oh. How is that? How is it like? presenting in two different ways.
0: I think it's because there's a lot of tannin in there and a lot of good structure that's in there, and I think it's just part of the general nature of, of the Zins is they're bolder. It feels
2: like I'm eating just a re- or drinking a really satisfying, uh, invigorating drink, you know? Like, a, like where the Bordeaux is like I'm sitting in my smoking jacket by the fire and I'm kind of like chilling out at the end of the night. This is, this is a, a wine that is for hanging out with your friends. Yeah. And
0: like we're doing tonight, like we're doing tonight, exactly. Food,
2: getting the getting the families together, um, mixing it with some some great appetizers. So. And I've
0: loved all. You know, what you want to do is like you just hit there, in that, right? Now, some prosciutto, oh. some prosciutto on a little cheese, and then go back in again. All right, all right. And a little bit of this hard yeah. white cheddar that we've got here, yeah. a little bit of prosciutto. It's like you you get you sort of pull it in the other direction, but. What I, I've loved all of the wines that we've tried from the Armada, I mean I really sincerely have, but um, the thing that's uh, calling out to me about this one is this one, uh, you take your sip, but the finish keeps going much longer.
2: I have to tell you, with a little prosciutto and hard uh, aged cheddar cheese here, this wine is
0: really good. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm saying? I like yeah.
2: It's bringing a tear to my eye. Yeah, you need it, it,
0: it goes really well with a little bit of those other things to kind of, you know, make the, uh, the palette, make the taste buds respond differently, open up differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Appreciate the contrast. Absolutely. And the color is really stunning. I just can't believe how
2: red it is um, compared to some of the other reds that we've had. Uh.
0: And Eric and his family brought over a disturbing amount of good things to start us off here tonight. I mean, this is the the I would call it the mother of all charcuterie plates would be about the only thing that would be appropriate. I'm seeing like a, what I think was hard salami and prosciutto and uh, uh, a soft like goat cheese and hard cheese and this disturbingly uh, addictive like fig spread and then at least three different kinds of olives. Like Kalamata Olives, you know, I mean, it's just out of control. Olives are literally my favorite
2: snack in the world. Yeah. I feel like if I could only have one snack, uh, olives would be it. Yeah. I, just, I love it. all sorts of olives. So
0: there, we kind of felt like we just needed to uh, invite the entire uh, listening audience into a great big dinner Fandango here to encourage everybody out there to go, okay, it's daylight savings time. It's spring now. All that dark stuff in the rearview mirror. Let's all embrace stuff. So our advice to you is to get some wine and throw a dinner party and have some food that you don't normally eat and uh, discover some new wines, which we hope everybody uh, can do. Because isn't that our ethos and just being part of the federation to explore strange new worlds to seek out new wines and new appetizer combinations that's right because steak is the final frontier Oh, that and the Targ
2: that he has <laughs> in the kitchen right now uh has been marinating for most of the day uh is at the perfect room temperature as i understand yeah. to, uh, to go through the processes that he has planned it's for. ready
0: to rock it's super lean it's crazy cuts of meat and it's about to meet some heat so all kinds of interesting things will be happening in the uh, in the in the next few minutes. so don't touch that dial. Now,
2: we haven't uh, started in the same place that we normally start, so let's do a quick introduction. Uh, so, tonight, uh, as always, as always, we always have
0: some friends join us. Oh, yes. We do. It's kind of a weird uh, zany tradition, but there must be in this household action figures. And uh, in the past, we've sort of been paying uh, homage to the fabulous Playmates Trek line of smaller... Four and a half, five inch figures. And because this is a big bottle of wine, we decided to go to take it up a notch and go bigger. So we're going for bigger size figures tonight. We're going for the bigger, uh, more like seven inch style Diamond Select Art Asylum figures, from a lot of them from the late 90s, if uh, memory serves. There may even be a, uh, a date on the bottom of the foot I can't read this. Uh, yeah. That's going to be a newer one. This is going to be an older one. It's going to be an older one. let yeah.
2: if I can read this. Two... This says
0: 2007. Wow. Okay. 2007. So more recently than I thought. But we have the incredibly hard to find Wrath uh, of Khan Shatner going Khan in his crazy parka. And it is beautiful. I mean, the facial expression is absolutely,
2: if you still frame that (laughs) scene in Rathabon right there, that is the face that they absolutely captured. And these figures have an amazing amount of detail. The thing that I'm really noticing is they have um, just great texture to them. Like I'm holding the uh, the kirk here. Um multiple points of articulation. You got elbows, you got wrists, you got turning, you've got head goes back and forth and such. But the texture of the actual shirt here is just really it's nice. a little rubbery, right? Yeah. It yeah. Some it's a nice hard resin that's got some weight to it. Like these things weigh, you know, several ounces each. Um the boots are nice and shiny, which I really like
0: too. Um, so don't show up on the bridge if your boots aren't shiny. No. Kirk will just send you right back That's down. Right. You will be doing maintenance on the uh, the food system. You will be doing all kinds of maintenance on the replicators if you show up with those scuff boots. He does not like it. He seems like a nice, mellow guy, but boy, don't cross him that way. <laughs> it's not good.
2: So we are joined by con uh, con uh Kirk. We're also uh, joined by regular bridge Kirk, Uhura. Uh, Scotty, Bones, and of course Mr. Spock with his tricorder hanging off to the
0: side, permanently at parade rest. That's right. <laughs> Head tilted slightly to one side, bemused by you, nincompoopie humans. And I appreciate the
2: piloting, uh that you've done here. I mean, Scotty looks a little eager. You know, he's he's leaning forward just a little bit. He's like, I, I've
0: got a problem to go there. He's about go. to tell you it can't take any more, Captain. That's right. I know it. Are you are you, know are you <laughs> daft, Mr. Spock? It won't take it. She'll blow
2: apart. It'll take four days to fix, but I know you want it in two, so I'll get it done in one and
0: a half. Ah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and You know, Bones is over there looking at his tricorder. Jim, this man's half Klingon. <laughs> Excellent. All right, well, this is a good start. I love where this is going. If this is how good it is now, after being open for five minutes, good golly, Miss Molly, we are in serious trouble when we get this paired up with some meat. So, See you soon. See you soon, friends.
3: I guess we're not recording. Uh, oh, no. we're not? We should be
2: recording
0: uh, everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're all set up. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope you just let it roll, man, and we'll just, yeah. you know, we'll just, <laughs> we'll just figure it out later. That's great. Yeah, right.
2: I can edit as right. well. I love these figures. Did you see these things? Yeah. They have so much detail to them. I know that that one was
3: locked. Yeah. yeah. It is. That's okay yeah.
2: Good. yeah. Good. All right. So oh, yeah. Her? Yeah, that's her. That's right. You can tell by the gold shirt. You tell by the hairy chest. Okay, so this guy is Scotty. He's the main engineer. Oh, the dude. Oh, okay.
3: The engineer. That's right. Well, he says, I'm
2: not a No, no, no. The one you're thinking of is the doctor in the back there. That's oh, um,
3: you're right. The yeah.
2: the I'm a doctor, not a I'm a, a doctor, and this is Kirk from okay. uh, the second movie. And there's this one particular scene where uh, the bad guy, part of Montebond, Khan. I him. am. I'm around yeah. okay. in the middle of a planet and he roots him. He's like,
3: <laughs> And
2: that's that exact scene. <laughs>
3: Oh, you haven't seen that movie? That one? No. That's good I've, movie. Seen yeah. okay. I've seen
2: Yeah. She has not. Karen's now seen all not. the originals. Okay. Right. Over the course of many months, through I saw the first six movies. There's six movies?
3: Well, the first
2: just six. Then, just and then there's four next generation yeah. movies, yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 It didn't then really, really do it so much. No. My no. favorite is no. the one where Zephyrin Cochran yeah uh, first contact first contact i love that yeah. one yeah. That really good.
2: she has karen hasn't seen any of the next generation oh okay
0: okay here i am i got Anthony sort of over here uh, halfway through everyone just jumped in go all right. crazy all right yeah, there you go okay and you youtube So for steak sauce, it's just like the Worcestershire. Mm-hmm. Okay. we wants going to stay we're going to help. Okay, I'm going
3: to I'm going to dig in. I'm going to help them, try. Okay. Because okay. that's what sometimes what daddy does. Okay. You go. Why is this? It's like hearing
0: a. Of- oh, you must go to your mom It's too steep. Okay. Let me
2: ask me how.
3: Oh my gosh, it's so
0: tender. So supposedly, uh, what I have been told is like the way to really get the best out of the steak is you cut against the grain. Oh yeah. Yeah. So don't cut with the you the, the, the stripes strip okay. counter. Cut against the stripes. And that makes it. less, l- uh, It just somehow makes it more tender. Oh yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: It's like this thing, but that's what everybody's always said. It's delicious. So
3: and it's steak because it pairs well with the ven. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I want you to try on. this. Try <laughs> it, Oh, it's good. Try it. I'm it's big
2: and bold. Choo choo choo. And so, it kind of wants like food that has a lot of flavor to it. Yep. Okay. And, uh,
3: special dessert. I love this.
2: Um, awesome. I know. Isn't cool. it bottle beautiful? Mm-hmm. I really like okay. those. Good look on the back of it.
3: Right here.
2: It's just got, got so, so much, like
3: much
2: detail. Wow. It's a little Federation Delta. So Mm
3: hmm.
2: Uh, yeah, it talks all about the federation. And ah. kind of it's just a
0: beautiful yeah. bottle.
3: I love how thick the glass is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nice yeah. Strong. It makes me think of a uh, an admiral's uniform. it is.
0: Shoulders. Oh yeah, with, like the uh, absolutely the yeah. little braids or whatnot. I <laughs> 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 love it.
3: Oh, well, you did a great job on the, um, wild god... Tart. 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 I don't know why I can... Klingon.
0: Klingon. This
3: is the best tart I've ever had. <laughs>
0: he was a noble beast. He was not quick to surrender.
2: <laughs> well, the wine is still really, really good. Mm-hmm. it got that same kind of smokiness to it that I like. Now I'm getting, when we first tasted it, we tasted a lot, a lot of kind of think like strong fruit, like a strawberry fruit flavor fruit. almost. And I think now that really strong fruit of taste is kind of going away and you know, it's just a little bit more um, like a, like a Cabernet or something. It's kind of uh, more tannic.
0: Here's yeah, more of the, the- Solid tannins are coming are in, Are coming through right? now into yeah. the fruit so much.
3: I'm admiring the legs
0: mm-hmm. Thank you.
2: It does pair very well with the steak. It
3: does. So Eric, what's your uh, steak uh, methodology when you do yours?
2: Uh, well, I usually keep it pretty simple. I will... Uh, I, what's, the, what's the kind I would ask you to get
3: I can never remember? I get that blank
2: Steak? We have a flank steak because it's kind of the one that like is still a decent steak but it doesn't cost a million dollars. Uh-huh. But then I usually go with a uh with a little bit of Cajun seasoning. Oh. Okay. and then some uh, some spike. I don't know if you guys use that seasoning oh, at all. It's a, it's a saltless seasoning that has a variety of things. it. makes a I find that the combination of spike like What I found is that the spike actually really brings out the meat, the food itself, and regardless of whether it's chicken or meat, Mm -hmm. I use it on both. Like I do the same method for steak that I do or chicken for chicken bowls. Okay. Um, just a little bit of zip with the cake mm-hmm. in and then the spike, and that's pretty much all I do. And I, I wow. if I get a little fancy, I might marry them a the, the little, um, like balsamic or something, with okay. I. Ooh. But, I yeah. but I'll always do it on the grill. I'm just a big griller, okay. so when it comes to steaks, I just don't mm-hmm.
3: So where do you get the spike? At any store
2: grocery store. Most grocery stores. Some spike has salt. Mm-hmm. Okay, then
1: okay. I get the salt free.
3: It Comes
2: in like a blue box or a okay. or a blue,
0: blue, blue label. Okay. Yeah. really good. Baltinge. Yeah. yeah. Is it okay?
3: Yeah, it's it's kind of a it's kind
0: of a you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> try it out. I, I definitely didn't have the uh, the restaurant mechanism of like okay these are be rare these are Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking over at Susan's hers is way more under a cook than it's like the one I piece I would probably have. But mine's about the same too. So it's about medium rare and medium. Some of these are more in the medium side, to medium well. You don't have to. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot, of, a lot of food. Yeah, it's all just for show, just for yeah. the uh, the, <laughs> the global trek talking audience. But they can actually smell it through the uh, their pod. Yeah. Well, <laughs> technology. I technology remember
2: that um, John Waters actually invented the technology of smell vision for the movie theater. So, was it
0: Smell-O-Vision or
2: was it Odorama? I'm pretty sure it was smell vision <laughs> <Smell-O-Vision. laughs> Was it Odorama? No, I'm pretty sure, sure it was Smell-O-Vision. Because I, Smell-O-Vision sounds better. smell is future. Then it's Odorama. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Once
2: again, being the oldest person in the room. <laughs> All I can
3: tell
2: Tell you so exactly. I have seen pink flamingos in that format. You
3: have?
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh. And yes, there is a scratch and sniff from Dog poop.
3: Oh. <laughs> so you have the option to
2: scratch it. So you can scratch and sniff anything along the way to kind of tell you when to do it with your little scent card. You know? mm-hmm. We were saying just in case we didn't capture it before, I think that this wine has actually maintained a lot of consistency over time. Uh, it's the big like kind of strawberry jamminess that we were sensing at the beginning I think has mellowed quite a bit, and as you were saying, that like, sort of underlying tannic structure has started the, to come through.
0: That earthy, <laughs> rustic tannin quality is solid, and it doesn't go away, mm-hmm. right? It's right there. If this wine was a fabric, it would be a deep, wide piece of velvet. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Nice, soft. Right bubble. red velvet. Yeah. Smooth, expensive, you know, the eye-catching <laughs> velvet that satisfies. I absolutely how a piece of fabric is satisfied I I'm not sure but, but you want to not take it off apparently like it's like you yeah. see the, you know, the, you know, the ladies who wear a thing you know, of velvet around their neck, right? Isn't that the thing? I mean, choker.
3: Mm-hmm. The velvet wrap. Oh yes, yeah. like a choker. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, in, uh, not yeah. in contemporary right. times,
0: but in, like yeah. the, yeah. the- sure the- Victorian. The- right. yeah, 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 they were part of that. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. And velvet was a very like posh, and and isn't like purple that's the most expensive color, right? Because you that dye only comes from certain plants, and those plants only come from certain areas, and so that's why purple. Is the color of royalty because it's literally the hardest color to make of all the colors. Thanks. Prince suddenly yeah. makes sense to me now. Yeah, all the yeah. yeah. there you go. There you go. Yeah, he's Prince yeah. fan. That's why yeah. I yeah. yeah. But this is great. It's yeah. super satisfying. I think
0: it was uh, an what? inspired, instinctive choice to save this as the last bottle of the harmonic. I feel so because it's fantastic. extremely uh, rich and ripe and just going for it. And uh, you yeah, know, the big rustic character to it. It's just really, uh, really satisfying. It really goes through to the piece of some good meat and some good food, Yeah, Paul has fixed us some steaks, some all gotten potatoes, and some delicious
2: broccoli, and I will say that this thing just pairs perfectly with the meal, and we're all excited
0: about the big D later on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you know that uh, purple, the color purple is made from the
3: mascot.
2: From snail snot? I didn't <laughs> snail snot.
0: Where did you pick that
3: up? I read it in a book. It must be true. <laughs>
0: wow. Interesting. Interesting. I, 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 I sent a Google search. Yeah, I know. I right know. i kind of like right. searching right now. Don't
3: check Wikipedia though did you write no. the Wikipedia
0: entry? Is <laughs> that you know what happened? No. You're about to write the Wikipedia entry. I think that doesn't happen. I, mean, I think it's a good uh, one of those sobriety tests, right? Can you say, you know, snail snot ten Small times hot. Time. Hot. Yeah. Snail snot, snail snot, snail snot, snail
3: snot, snail
0: The worst one I ever had was, I think, it was about your guys age, you know, you and Anthony, was was Pleasant Valley Pheasant
3: Pluckers. (laughs) Pleasant
0: Valley Pheasant Pluckers. Pluckers. Try and say that ten times fast and not get into trouble. (laughs) (laughs) It's an old name a the city. It's not gotten any easier. You know, 45 years later, it's yeah, not like gotten like any easier know. to do. I've got to tell you. No one's cracked a code on that. One, so. All across the globe right now, there's Star Trek fans who pleasant fellas. Can you believe it? Let me start over. <laughs> Some guy in Australia. Mm-hmm. Please it, Bailey, visit. Whoa.
3: Crikey. Crikey. i got to do it. Okay, do
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear your Australian accent. <laughs> I <laughs> Come on! I love the Australian accent. Let's hear it. You gotta do Good
3: day, mate. I it pretty good. I love it. It's great. Let's <laughs> <sighs> we'll see how this pairs with the dessert.
0: Mm-hmm. It might be done before. Yeah, it's, it's, do it. it's, too good. it's too good. Well, I will say
2: that, so let's give uh, a little bit of on-the-side props to the bottle of white that I brought, which was the... Oh, mix. God, we forgot
0: to even mention that. Yeah, that is, you know,
2: great. That is Edgeville. Edgefield. Yeah. Edgefield. Yeah. Edgefield. 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 I can't say the right word. McMenamin's Edgefield. Have you been uh, drinking, sorry? <laughs> <laughs> you been know, off well, the, was, the hall? <laughs> if I was reading, I would be fine. Yeah. Okay, so this yeah. is the uh, McMenamin's Edgefield 2019 Pinot Gris. Uh, it says 55% Oregon, 45% Washington. Uh, Edgefield Winery is located at the entrance to the Columbia River Gorge in McMenamin's Edgefield on the site of the historic 1911 Multnomah County Poor Farm. Pale in color with uh, aromas of ripe pear, lime zest, and melon. This Pinot Gris is fresh and clean with a mild acidity and a fruit-forward pear finish. And I will say that I thought it paired quite nicely with the, the charcuterie plate, which of course we said had uh, prosciutto, goat cheese, uh, the hard cheddar, a couple of
0: types of crackers, crackers. Right, i got to stop the, you. The i got to stop you. Yeah. Because yeah. it didn't just have prosciutto. <laughs> it, it had prosciutto that had been lovingly sculpted in the shape of a Federation Delta shield. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure is in the history of human endeavor has never been done. Not even like on the, the craft services. You know, Doug Drexler's craft services thing has never even done that. I mean, just, no one's gone as far as you've gone. That may was have amazing. To, we may have to post a photo on that. And yeah. Um, oh, fortunately photos were taken, yeah. so <laughs> we're okay, but that was spectacular, and i got to go back to like when we were in your backyard for the Sauvignon & Yon Blanc, right? yes. we were rediscovering the joys of white wine, mm-hmm. and, and had we not done that, would we have been as inclined to start this meal with the nice white wine maybe as not. we did? I don't know, maybe I, don't maybe know. Not. I don't think that we would have, no. and it just proved that point, right, because this was an absolutely delightful way to start off with, with not just knee-jerk reflex going right to the red, yeah. but having this white with some really great appetizers and cheeses and nice meats and things like that to really set the tone and then gradually just sort of shift gears, <laughs> gradually ascend to a different altitude That's as great. you will, That's and right. then open the red, and then move into things like heartier, cheesier, uh, peppery, meatier fare like we did. So it was really great. It turned the meal into a whole thing.
2: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: And it really just, you know, goes to show just, you know, that, that every single type of wine can bring value. You know, to what it's trying to do. It and can and that I, the first thing that I tasted when
2: I took a first sip of this wine was I said it tasted like spring. And yeah. that was absolutely for me like the Pinot Gris. The Pinot no, pino yeah. 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 It's like a beginning of the meal, yeah. the beginning of the season. It's and different. we drank it outside. And we drank it outside. Yeah. So, Which is wonderful. What, what is it? Like yeah. 65 degrees 68 68 68 sixty five degrees out. Sixty eight to so sixty eight warm. Yeah. Yeah.
3: This Boy. is going
0: to make your husband look so much saner than okay. he yeah.
3: <laughs> is. I keep telling her it could be worse.
0: No. No. Right. And she doesn't I believe, don't me believe me, it. So now I get my uh, disclaimer, yeah. uh, I'm not as mentally unwell as you might think. But there are some adults who decide not to go to work and they pretend to be adults, right? And okay. they have families spouses and kids dogs and, and mortgages and everything. They're like adults. But they're not really. They're kind of like still kids, and they still sort of are really more like motivated kids. by. Kids. <laughs> they're really more into like toys and movies and comic books, so, and yeah. they go to the comic book <laughs> shops. <laughs> you're yeah. I'm kind of a secret fun, right? Yeah. And so we don't really, you know, this is kind of taking that to the next extreme.
3: So. Okay. <laughs> and when you come back, all of this start. was endorsed Thank and suggested you.
0: by my wife. I'd like to mention. Oh yeah. Sure. Okay, we we
3: I'm going to close okay. it so the
0: dogs can. Okay. Is everyone taking their heart medication? <laughs> okay. You ready? Have you Dad? I have. I have. All right.
3: Okay.
0: And as they like to say, behold.
3: <laughs> oh, my. Okay. So, wow. It's it's what's
2: in here, but it's also of the cupboard. <laughs> yes. Did you
0: build these, or I had to build? You had them? Yeah, build. I had a. It's a. a, it's a <laughs> wow. It's a custom job,
3: and we. Gabriel has
0: that. The big barge, doesn't he? Right? I think
3: so, or something He's like. that. He's probably
0: it. got something similar. Yeah. Oh no, I didn't even open the barge. Uh-oh. How rude of me. Yeah, he has that, because
3: oh he has all the yeah. different faces. That's so cool. <laughs> let's
0: see, Jabba, oh. sorry guys, turn on your individual lighting. Okay, and
3: can we just say that this is a temperature-controlled room, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I can you uh-huh.
0: feel yeah, it? Like- <laughs> 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 oh, let's drop everything, because that's what husbands do. So,
2: this, so, Paul, tell him a little bit about the bridge scene over here. Oh.
0: <laughs> all I can say is these, you know, in the 90s and whatnot, they made all of these figures, right? Okay. Playmates, toy yeah. company made all these five-inch figures, and they were great. And they made various things, but they didn't really get too far into the playmates uh, environments, right? They made a lot of like accessories and things okay. and whatnot. They made like a, a next-generation bridge playset, but it was like, mm-hmm. all right, it wasn't really to scale or anything, right? And at one point, they showed a prototype for an old school next, you know, classic series bridge. But of course, they never made it, because you know, things are expensive, right? So 25 years passed or whatever, but I always wished that they would, right? I was like, oh, I would love to be able to have that; would be so cool. And I found this guy like in Central Texas someplace, and he's an insane Star Trek fan, but he makes these environments oh my God. with a 3D printer.
3: Oh! This right? is all 3D all printed. This is wow. like the transporter. Like, they yeah. should scale.
0: They're like, they should, you know, they're, yeah. they're nice, rep- exact replicas With of like the to plan- scale. Yeah. But they're made to fit these figures. So yeah. you really get the best of both worlds. And I was just like, okay, this is going to be the one freakish individual that ever in the planet I'll find that would be willing, <laughs> willing to make these and not get them as crazy. So I'm going to go ahead and get them.
3: Oh my gosh.
0: Wow. So it's really fun. And
2: it's the bridge, and then it has the turbo lift on the side. Yeah, it's got oh, the okay.
0: doors closed.
2: Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Spider yeah. Ham, Spider-Ham. Spider-Ham. Oh, yeah. again, over Spider-ham. there. So there's all yeah. this Marvel stuff. Whoever you want to have. is all there. Black <laughs> Panther. Turbo-Lift. All Black Panther. Wait, it's over here.
0: You can change out. <laughs> yeah, <the> here's <laughs> all, like, all so uh, uh, oh. like the don't here. The Captain Marvel back there. Do you know that Captain
3: Marvel's called those
0: spiders? Like no. Spider-Man show? I did not Okay. Look, this is all Iron
2: Man, except for Peggy Carter, Captain Bridge, Captain Cook. Because that—that's crazy shenanigans. Yep. So it's fun. To me, this is like
0: you know, better than the car i love
3: you know, it right here right yeah. so you don't need this kind cool of yeah <laughs> so
0: i'm
3: happy with stuff like yeah. this and to me it's just so delightful so
2: no, because i'm very little mm-hmm. kiddie
3: it's not all fancy. marvel yeah. basically
0: this um, this is you know, marvel. Marvel. Yeah.
3: delighted okay. about it so
0: this is all so. marvel oh my god so a lot of star wars
3: just a lot
0: of star trek okay. um a little bit of 12-inch uh, yeah. figures that are no, mostly no, that is somebody from okay from personally favored iconic stuff. British okay. television's down here. This is okay. all shows people don't know about because they're all UK shows. Okay. Well, except for Space
2: 1999. Space
0: 1999, no? I never knew them. I've into people who knew them, but it's okay. like, but not people who didn't grow up in the 70s. Yeah. Like, okay. if you weren't in the 70s, you probably don't know about Space 1999. Uh-huh. So, what else do we <laughs> A lot of my communicators don't work like they should be. <laughs> okay, let me try this back <laughs> here. Hold up. This is always what happened to Kirk, where they could never <laughs> get a hold of it. let them to Axel to get... There, oh, there we yeah, go. Yeah. Nice. Oh,
2: yeah, the Harry Potter stuff. Oh, she found the Harry Potter shelf.
3: Oh. am getting spoilers right now.
2: Uh, well, let's see if you can figure out who everybody is. Um, oh, I The shit?
3: He who must not be me. Yes. Yeah. Love yep. The Battle Harry. With yeah. Hello. Oh yeah. Yeah. I
0: love, the, mm-hmm. with the, oh, I love the
2: reboot.
3: Harry. Yeah. So much. I
0: mean, Hagrid. Yeah. Thing. I just love it. Yeah. Love Marvel. Dumbledore. Dobby. One of Marvel Harry. There. Hermione. Ron. All, like, a of uh, draws Draco Malfoy. Uh, okay. uh, yep. Is that Yep. yep. And who's the dog?
2: Feng. Right. Okay. Oh, you
0: said Fae. And what about the dragon? Is that? I mean, your called, a red air dog? No, air gospel spider. Uh, He's I love the thing. Oh, yeah. he, uh, the love the thing.
3: <laughs> he got told oh, before he, he got he w- named. Ewok. Ewok Village! Oh, yeah. yeah. You have to he, see walk he Ewok Village. Ewok Village. <laughs> have <to do> it.
0: <laughs> okay, I gotta show you this because there are a few interactive uh, components to the display area. Okay. In here. A lot of alien stuff because I love my aliens, right? Okay.
3: Okay.
0: I love Batman, and I was kind of raised by Adam West and Burt Ward. Which, by the way, this is my favorite figure of his right here. It's a beautiful Adam West Batman from the television show. (laughs) So down here in my Batman area, if you crouch down, you will see a magical little bit of theatrical production.
2: Oh, them. cool. <laughs> 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 I like to
0: drop it
3: out. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> the best. <laughs> that is great. I do that. Just, a great uh, little thing. Y'all are
0: the Y'all the yes. And who can tell me what that uh, 4x4 uh, Chevy Blazer is from? Uh, Please. I don't know. The signs in the back seat are a good hit. Okay. I'll can I read them? I read Here you go.
3: Oh, so that's from Jaws. Yeah! Oh, okay. okay. It's
0: the closing the beach signs from oh, Jaws. Right. Okay. And
3: there's
0: Ghostbusters. like Alexis, do you recognize the Green Hornet. All the Black okay. the Beauty. The um, these are all like 60s, 70s yeah. shows, so that's not everybody's going to know them. Yeah. Um, British TV shows like The Saint and The Prisoner. Yeah. The Prisoner is super obscure. Yeah. It's super culty, yeah. but it's great. And then like yeah. cartoon that's shows true. like Flint yeah. Flintstones
3: and, so I can and Jetsons, you. And
0: Scooby-Doo. Uh, the newest Batmobile from the Batman.
3: Oh. From
0: the new movie.
3: New movie? Yeah. <laughs> Animated
0: Batman, all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, this is kind of what's going on in my head as I pretend yeah. to be an adult. Okay. People are trying talk to me about, like, you yeah. are you interested in talking about
1: 401k? And right. I'm like, uh-huh, no. <laughs> that's really
0: not. I'm interested in talking about these James Bond cars and everything yeah. that's going on there. Yes. Yeah. Drake 192.
3: Yeah, so that's Firefly. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah.
0: Yes. Yes, Greedo shot first. He did. Right from that table. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. A great uh, 70s cult street gang movie called The Warriors. Oh, these guys I've heard are of done. that, but yeah. Yeah, super culty, really great, um, okay. pretty entertaining, love it. Did you look at all these yeah. little like the fights? And then some all yeah. stuff from like the, the <laughs> 60s, like toys I grew up with. Right? Like, yeah. Uh, Where did end Johnny Quest,
3: I used to watch it. Uh, uh, good. Oh. Zane, well, that was
0: a good question. Toys from the 60s
3: so
0: that yeah. Yeah. Maybe. 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 maybe who I am, dude. I feel like the entrance <laughs> is to the side right. here somewhere. So, yeah. It's kind of crazy <laughs> up here. Wow. Down That's here, I should say. Can I put the light
3: switch on this?
0: Of course. It'll turn those lights off. you On these tables here. This dude, he's always drinking too much with my And Did you notice this? Helps Toby Lachanobi.
3: Yeah. <laughs> There's
0: a lot of sound in here, too. Okay, stay sharp. <laughs> and the jets are lit up back in the back. Like the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and my son
3: of a on Meow. <laughs> 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 Don't worry, yell together. <laughs> got him! I got him! Great kid! Don't get cocky! <laughs> <laughs> well, that's
0: a pretty crazy
3: stuff. One Wanda? Yes. And Vision. That's correct.
2: Yep, Wanda <laughs> and, and Vision. And here you've oh, got the plethora- Bucky, the Winter Soldier. Team. Mm-hmm. You got Thor. I love this Thor with the lightning coming out Isn't of it. Isn't that cool?
0: Yeah. I love Thor. Thor. Yeah. He's great.
3: Loki. Girl Loki.
2: Yeah. And then this is actually uh, the Loki from the television series the that I watched. Her name's Sylvia. yeah. in the She's Loki's sister, right, from that one movie?
0: She's like an alt like a variant. She's oh, like she is the variant. The one in the back is? Oh, the one in the back? Which yeah. one? The tall one? Yeah, the tall yeah. one. No, that's um uh, like the evil one. From, right. Like her, uh, Ragnarok. What, is she related to Loki? Or? I think she's like his stepmom or something so, weird. Okay. Like no, sister. Like that. I thought it yeah. was a sister. I can't believe I'm not able to remember her name. Yeah. Yeah, that. I just I keep, know, I just, isn't that amazing? I just see Cape Blanchett. That's all I can, you know, I know it's Cape Blanchett and I can't remember her name, <laughs> which is terrible. That's mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch so that.
3: Okay, and then that's Doctor Strange. Doctor yep. Strange.
0: Then you got a lot of Guardians of the Galaxy over on the left there. Yeah. Right? And then sort of because she couldn't fit in anywhere else, I had to put Captain Marvel back there.
3: Who's that in front of oh, that's, that's Tony Stark. Mm-hmm.
0: Tony Stark. Who really should be down here, but I had to have him underneath the light because she's yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah. With <laughs> <laughs> this box of donuts. <laughs> like... You know, there's a little goofiness. I like to keep it as whimsical as I can, so it's not super, too super serious and you know stuffy. It should be fun. I really like the Wakanda stuff. so cool. it's, it's it's just fun. I think doing reason for green lines, yeah. because she always knows where to find me. <laughs> <It's fun. laughs> oh,
3: he's oh, yeah. out
0: there. He's yeah. positioning his shelves and <laughs> messing around with stuff, right? And changing things up. Keeps so it out really of trouble. fun. Like putting in new lighting and trying different things you know, it's, it's, it's a goofy thing that one does when one has uh, an interest that's the extra room that has all the stuff that's not on display
3: yeah
0: that's not Yeah, it's, not, it's, it's, terrifying. <laughs> wow. yeah, it's okay. terrifying it's like you know those uh the, the cargo container ships yeah yeah maybe with a lot of like you know olive oil vaseline you could fit all that into one project wow. maybe maybe I, I wouldn't want to have to do it though because it would be like the worst game of jenga you ever played so
3: are you changing out the shelves every now and then or that every now do? and then yeah, yeah i do
0: and then you know some stuff comes in and some stuff i, I just can't part with for whatever yeah. reason and i keep yeah. it and some right. stuff gets displayed so what's not missing right now and i'll have to decide god what do i sacrifice What do i pull out um because it's like most of these things it's like harry potter for example right i could probably fill a whole wall with harry potter stuff, yeah right? mm-hmm. but what i don't have on display right now at all anywhere in this room is the lord of the rings stuff
3: mm-hmm.
0: right and i've got a, a lot of boatload okay i love lord of the rings mm-hmm. okay i could make this whole room star trek yeah i could make both rooms star wars (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's preposterous have you
3: ever thought of closing Funko Pop characters
0: it's not my jam i i appreciate them you know and i and they're super popular oh my goodness i mean the people i know but i think it might be like a generational thing right that i like the more accurate where they look more realistic. like they did like yeah, like, yeah. like these guys to me this is kind of my jam like where they look like they did in the movie they're more yeah. realistic and the pops kind of all look similar right they all look of stretch face yeah. and they have a very you know yeah. similar look to them so that kind of i don't know uh they just it just it either pushes your button or it doesn't right and mm-hmm. it hasn't pushed my button but I, i'm a huge fan of People's collections, though I know a lot of, I mean, what some of the stuff they made Mm -hmm. are amazing. They do little environments like they're on a real Mandalorian kick right now. Oh my (laughs) goodness, there's so many Funko Mandalorians. It's crazy. Did you see the the Mandalorian stuff up here?
3: Yeah, I did, and the child. Yeah.
0: (laughs) These guys up here, like the Firefly figures, right? Those are all made by Funko. Mm -hmm. But that's when they did a more realistic style of figures. Yeah. But uh, of course, like a lot of toy companies, they only make half the figures and they stop. And yeah. that makes talk just crazy. I bet. So is there anything else I down here on the show? Yeah, you know, I should be, I should be pushing yeah. the button at least once. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Use your inhaler, Darth Vader. <laughs> God. Poor guy. You have COPD. Deal with it. You have to med.
3: Is this an intercom with us there?
0: Kirk here. <laughs> no. But <laughs> it looks like one. Okay. Susan knows I'm up to no good. <laughs>
3: oh man. <laughs>
0: Never remember what buttons to push. It's so, so sad. Old age is just great. There we go. Boba's rangefinder comes on. Is it? targeting to
3: shoot
0: a missile. Oh yeah. And then I have to, I have it all boxed up and the batteries are out of it so it doesn't, but this is like the incredibly hard to find, super, super, super rare, I want to try Reagan McNeil from The Exorcist. The head spins. Okay? <laughs> the head spins. It is fantastic. It, I, it took me 10 years to find one of could boards. that was in good condition of the box. I was just like, oh my God. Wow. Wow. That, my yeah. friends, is the Paul yeah. Carson story. Yeah. This is the well, craziness. That's, that's Jubilee. Right. This is the nonsense yeah. that yeah. the. on. Uh, really uh, sure. uh, what? Uh, she's in the green she's right like, there. like, why are they still down
3: there?
2: No, that's um, teen that? oh. gray after she turned into the phoenix. That's why she's got that little phoenix on All her right. chest. right?
3: We're coming back! Rogue off. is the
2: one in the back there with the gray streak. Right here Yeah. And then this is the movie that I just watched the other night. The Thing. The Thing. So... Not necessarily into a ton of horror, but that movie was quality. It Wasn't was, it great? It was really
0: good. The special effects were
2: unbelievable. The great
0: Rob Bottin. Yeah. Because he doesn't do anything. Uh, there was just back in the in the uh, day when nothing was CG at all. But, it's and, all This computer chess that. game proves pretty dramatic. Yeah, right? I know
2: the, like these yeah. like or the cell, like how the thing takes over yeah, the cell yeah. is like. <laughs>
0: But all of his makeup <laughs> effects are all practical effects, right? Like real stuff in camera effects. Like, but the uh, my favorite one is the the, the chest CPR. Oh uh, yeah. The, the the chest, you know, yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, talking totally. Out? And then. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> uh, I, I, the audience I was with when it came out. were like,
1: oh!
0: People just lost. It's yeah. Like, There's no tomorrow. I mean, it was just so brutal, man. It was just no one ever seen a movie like that before. It was great. So. Yes. I know, in the backpack of, uh, what's his name, IG-8? Or IG-11. 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 Then. This is my nursing protocol. My favorite nursing droid. <laughs> i your nurse protocol. So uh, I need to
2: protect you. So now I appreciate all of the figures in that case, that same case, cause now that I've seen the movie. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I, had the, I had all this nonsense. It's like, if you look at the little Petri dish, like, it's, it's so fine, but it actually says Palmer on oh, like in the world's smallest print. Oh, my gosh. So, so there are all yeah. these little eccentric and details. The, like the bottle of J&B. Right, yeah. right. So I had to get a little like dollhouse table to put everything in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it. um. So it's crazy, man. <laughs> so this is the weird stuff that your friend uh, gets involved in. So... <laughs> See you how know, sane and well-adjusted of an adult, isn't yeah. it? It's impressive, isn't it? It's, it's, it's not, you know, it's not going off the Z-pad.
3: I don't. Being completely sane. It's over. Right. It's right.
0: Right. Yeah, it is. You yeah. want to keep your imagination. you, right? you got to okay. keep that right brain going. Yeah. yeah. All right, friends. All right. Thank you for coming down here. Yes. Thank you for still talking to me. Oh, my gosh. amazing. <laughs> thank you for not running for the exit. <laughs> She's like, you know, I don't know if I like these peaty or not. And I go, well, that's kind of what I prefer. Is I'd rather have. Them. Yeah. She goes, really? Because most people don't. And I'm like, yeah. Well,
2: you remember when you asked me? I said the peaty the better. Yeah. So I think know. if you're a Scotch person, yeah. you probably do, yeah. right? You're person,
0: you single wall person. Yeah. Know? And that's that's what I'm I like. I just
2: want to sit. I don't know. When I smell something like this, it just literally. Transports me to exactly what you're talking about, like the, the fireplace after a hard day's work and the rainy weather. You yeah, know, I'm
0: in a different environment. Yeah, I am in now a totally I really different am. environment, and yeah.
2: maybe it's because there's like genetic memory happening there as well that's kind of you know coming through uh, i love rainy cold weather yeah, so. that's because of my dna you know my
0: people are all english scottish french yeah you know, so yeah it's like my english like, you know, english french german everyone's yeah. complaining about the gales yes <laughs> you know it's all like that yeah. so are we going we are okay wow well i don't think uh in All the many years of various circuses I've been a part of in various gamma quadrant, alpha quadrant, delta quadrant, Um, I don't think no circus was better orchestrated than this six-bottle wine circus that Eric put together and was kind enough to invite me to be a part of for this whole thing. It was a revelation, Mm -hmm. and it's been an incredibly great experience, and you sure know how to create a big audience-pleasing grand finale with that Zinfandel. Tonight. Yeah, it was really it was something. Amazing. I mean, the wine was big and bold. The
2: food that went with it was really amazing. Of course, the camaraderie and conversation and all of that kind of stuff just lended itself to enjoying the wine even more. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah
0: it's just, uh, we, we I don't know if we spent as much time with the microphone tonight as we might have normally done because <laughs> we're so busy yapping it up with our respective clans here. But this was amazing, uh, particularly important though at this juncture to express uh, a huge uh Oh, right. bow of appreciation to everyone at StarTrekWines.com Absolutely. For, for sending this armada our way. Normally you hear arm, armada is coming, you like put up your deflector <laughs> shield you head in the other <laughs> no. direction. You're like, oh, no, no, get us out of here. <laughs> that's right. Right? But this armada, we were lowering our shields and we are like, please, come on board. This is fantastic, right? Yeah. And we had such a great variety of experience, wow. right? From the very beginning with the Klingon
2: blood wine. Absolutely. A great way to start you it know. and then the, the alternating back and forth, we, we hit some perfect moments where we were drinking white wine on warm summer days, uh, rediscovering uh, a love of white wine that we didn't know we had, you know, reveling over that amazing Cardassian Canar bottle oh, and the wine inside, and then of course last week the Chateau Picard was just something really, really special, but I will tell you that. I'm a Zinfandel guy and this wine just really knocked my socks off. It delivered like
0: a freight train. It really did. It really did.
2: And it was good. It was open for a good long time Mm -hmm. and it changed over time, uh, but it it stayed consistently good the whole time.
0: So to everyone at StarTrekWines.com and to all the winemakers, the folks who are working really hard to design... All these bottles, all the people in marketing—it's just like your your work's hugely appreciated. And this was really uh, the work you've done in here is does not is not hidden. We right. we see it, and it, it really speaks to the fan community in a, a major way. I'm hoping that everyone who's a fan and never really been much of a wine person before would be willing to give this a shot and try it out because it really is an incredible spectrum of different experiences and it's going to last you a good long time and it's yeah. isn't discovering what Star Trek's all about and it will help you discover new experiences and new worlds that you may never have become so it's a great thing to dive into so from both of us a huge thank you to uh, all of the quadrants to the United Federation of Planets
2: To the Klingon Empire. To the Klingon Empire. The Cardassian Empire. The
0: Cardassian Empire. The 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 Andorians. To Starfleet Academy. Wait, Starfleet Academy! You guys should be cracking the books. What are you doing, listening to wine? (laughs) Don't be thinking about wine. You should be studying really hard and training for the Academy Marathon. There's no wine drinking for you until you graduate. No, someday, years from now, maybe, but not yet. Not yet. From your older peers, for sure. That's right. But thank you, all of you, and especially. Big thanks to Uncle Jim mm-hmm. and Trek Talkin' for uh, being so gracious and so hospitable and letting us suck up so much of your valuable airtime for this podcast. <laughs> That's right. With us just being goofy and enjoying being friendly together, which is just fantastic. So this has been a really fun experience. I'm ready for more fun experiences, wine or without wine. Uh, it's just fun to be able to share some of this stuff with the, uh, the wonderful, generous, and, uh, and upbeat, positive Star Trek community. So, thanks, friends. Really appreciate it, Paul. Thank you so much. All right. <laughs> Beam me out of here, Scotty. <laughs> yeah, thank you having-
3: okay,
2: so... It's it's been, just a, for just a minute, let's. You set it up. For just a minute, let's sit here and talk about this thing because it's been um, several weeks since you recommended this movie to me. Um, you, you know, mentioned the name John Carpenter. Uh, Joe, of course, Kurt Russell. You know, whatever. I, it was just one of those movies that I never ever watched, because I kind of have this vision of like horror movies from the '80s being. Nightmare on Elm Street, Slasher, yes, Freddy, You feel like you Michael should take Myer. a shower afterwards. You feel like you Makes should. And, it's, you know, and they're kind of like, and I remember when I was a kid, I personally got really freaked out over like Nightmare on Elm Street movies because I used to have a lot of nightmares as a kid, and then the movies kind of played into that whole yeah. tropes and everything. So let me just say, I sat down, and right from the get-go, the, the setting, okay? You're in Antarctica. This helicopter comes roaring across the screen, and it's chasing a dog, and you're like, what the hell's going on? why is this helicopter chasing a dog? And while you have to suspend disbelief a little bit because for whatever reason the helicopter is making passes like it's a jet airplane over the top of the dog, right? Which it could just like probably hover over the thing. But it just really pulls you right in because right from the get-go, it sets up this mystery. Why are they chasing the dog? Then the helicopter gets blown up. Then the dog like becomes a dot, and this, the movie kind of unfolds from there. So I think the thing that I appreciated the most about it was that it was a mystery. And it was a mystery that was so slowly unfolding the whole time and while um, I think you see your first creature about 33 minutes into the movie or so um, they still don't know what's going on yeah. and they're still trying to figure it out and the doc hasn't figured out that it mutates other things yet and you know all of this
3: this stuff and and there's
2: the whole layer of who the hell do you trust and then on top of that there's all the great cinematography. There's the moving shots. Yeah. There's the like. The great know, Dean Cundey. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know, man. It just like it set everything up. The even the the gross parts, like when the uh, you know when the doc is doing the autopsy of the first thing that they find the oh, stuff, and, it's this, brilliant. and the stuff that they're pulling out of it is just like it's so realistic, but for whatever reason, it doesn't like sicken me. It was like that is. I'm just loving what I'm seeing right now, you know? I think it's
0: one of the the, the few movies, like, right next to, you know, uh, Ridley Scott's Alien with the H.R. Giger work, right? Where mm-hmm. the, what you, is presented on screen genuinely, legitimately seems otherly alien. Totally. Not like, okay, here's something we've seen 150 times before, but no. here's something that is really strange like a chameleon that can basically whatever it runs into organically it's going to just basically flex imitate and run off
2: and even the the special effects
0: like that they chose to do where the
2: you know that that very first one that they find where the face is split in two and Mm. you can tell that it's
0: it's in the haunting image of man, doing something. That, that split face yeah. is dripping down. Yeah. It's a haunting image. Yeah. And it's a great cast yeah. of, of folks. And one of the, the the best scary, creepy movies that are most suspenseful are typically the ones where the cast is a bunch of, like, everymen right? Mm-hmm. Basically just regular folks doing their thing and doing their boring job. And, and especially when it's in an isolated, remote location. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden they encounter this thing and, like, what is this? What have we stumbled onto?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? And then just, it, they just keep, what they stumble into keeps getting deeper and deeper, deeper and, and worse, right? They like yeah. go off and they're, they're like, okay, I want to go see the Norwegian camp. Mm-hmm. And they go there and it's a nightmare, right? It's like everybody <laughs> has just been, everybody's, uh, you know, dead and yeah. terrible things have happened. Yeah. And then they find the, the big... You know, piece of ISIS and all that. That's there. right. But wait, wait a minute. What's in that? Mm. And then they find the ruins of the ship, right? And it's just like, wow, what a map painting, right? That's it's right. incredible. Yeah. So it's really, it's, it's really fantastic. But, but you know, you get all those little character moments with all those great actors, mm-hmm. right? That are really mm-hmm.
2: And each one has its own little special place. And I like that they've, they've all got fun names, you know, the computer guys, Windows, uh, you know.
0: <laughs> Which is before, Windows is <laughs> even a thing. <laughs> this is 1981. Yeah, this is... I think. Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah. But it's a, it's, a, it's a crazy story, because it's like, uh, uh, the movie really tanked in the, you know the story about theatrical release? Mm, tell me. So, so it comes out theatrically, right? And John, Carp- John Carpenter had a good representative building from, like, Halloween, and he from New York and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. but the thing opens,
3: Definitely.
0: okay? And it's, like, the darkest, you know, most visceral, scariest horror movie maybe since The Exorcist, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Pretty good, you know, chance that it is, right? Yeah. Super dark, really messed up. I, I mean, it's, of- it's a great tragedy. That's what yeah. I, I'm a, when it comes to Shakespeare, I'd rather see the tragedy than the comedy, you know? Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. So it really is messed with your head when you don't see it, right? So like a week later, E.T. opens. Okay, which is the feel-good, aliens are beautiful, happy movie ever of all time. And it basically was, you know, uh, it just annihilated the rep of the thing. Mm-hmm. It's like you were, you were, you, how can you... First of all, big budget. Second of all, How can, can you, you fight a uh, yeah. happy, you know, yeah. saccharine tide of, of, you know... Feel good. Of Skittles <laughs> and Steven Spielberg. We how right. can you possibly compete with that? Yeah. And they just got new, and yeah. so it didn't do it. But what saved them was a home video, mm-hmm. okay? It's like a yeah. home video, uh, people got a chance to see the picture who had never seen it before it became a, a cult sensation, mm-hmm. like the Evil Dead movies, mm-hmm. right, the same kind of a thing. Yeah. Where home video is what really mm-hmm. propelled them it. to yeah. let them find an audience, Yeah. Uh, to the point that when the movie would show up in theaters again, you know, in the second run years later, what have you, you know, revival houses, you know, they would show up, they're like, I've seen this movie 20 times on VHS or whatever, but mm-hmm. I want to see it in on the big, big screen, because they freaking love it, right? And it's great. Yeah. It's, it's really, really fun. Yeah. And, uh, It's uh, a terrific, uh, terrific you know science fiction pictures. So if you've never seen the thing, I'm. And I think you're one of the few people who has it, Eric. I just I am fast. not
2: sure how I missed it all along the way. Like I said, I yeah. think I just had this idea in my head that eighty-four that most was sucks. just cheesy and yeah. it was sucky and it's not one anymore. Yeah.
0: But but you know, but yeah. This this helps earn my cred though. That it when does. I make a recommendation, it's going to be you know, it it's going to be good. It so does. Like, yeah. Same shelf as like say the Fly.
2: Mm. See that one I've seen several times, uh, and I'm know, also where it's totally really out.
0: hard sci-fi first in a horror guy that's right really mm-hmm. yeah you know i think it really is it's 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 hard sci-fi yeah, totally you know but but there's all that stuff going on but i i'm a huge fan i mean yeah. just the same thing with like escape from new york mm-hmm. you know that, that vibe the that carpenter gets on mm-hmm. he's rocking it man I well love, i love it
2: i will say thank you very much for uh recommending it to me i really appreciate it because i it's now definitely Top five horror movies I've ever seen. Nah. I mean, well, it just gets
0: better on and... repeat viewing. It yeah. really does. Yeah. Now you've seen—I almost hesitate to ask. Oh God! But you've seen Aliens, oh, the Jim Cameron movie. Are you me? Uh, and, you know, every now and then, dozens, okay, dozens yeah, of times. One of yeah. the most quotable movies of all time. Of course, you know, yeah. But, uh, Oh dude. Yeah. Speaking of quotable movies. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. I'm such a four K addict It's a physical meeting. <laughs> oh,
2: right? here it comes.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, well not, not what you think. No no no, what I'm, are you talking about? I'm excited about the, that the, the well. motion yeah. picture. Yeah. Because we're gonna, you know yeah. you know, I'm gonna try to rope you into coming over here and watching it on Oh yeah. I don't have any four K. Well, I got four K. Like we'll it, watch it big screen, yes. dude. You wanna come on over? Let's I do will. it here. Let's do it. Podcast right in the fucking couch. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse my French. <laughs> But, dude, one of my holiest of holies arrived this week, okay? The Godfather trilogy in 4K. Oh, in 4K. Oh, I didn't know they did that. They've gone, and everything has been scrubbed back down to the original camera negative, and it's never looked better and more... I mean that's a very shadowy murky 70s picture shot in 35mm it's just like lots of grain yeah right but they really managed to like find the perfect balance between what the movie should look like right there's a picture projected on a screen in the 70s mm-hmm. shot on film right. versus all the nuance and detail that 4k can bring to it to really exemplify and show things in just phenomenal eye-popping detail mm-hmm. it is easily release of the year wow for me best 4k really since the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Okay, wow. That sounds intense. I mean, I love all of those movies. I really do. It's phenomenal. So I've only got like, you know, maybe a third of the way through one. Michael hasn't even shot Captain McCluskey. <laughs> <laughs> you've got a long way to go, buddy. He's, he's just at the hospital <laughs> protecting pop. You know, yeah. put your gun, put your hand in your pocket like you got a gun, you know. <laughs> With Enzo the Baker. Enzo, I'm Enzo the Baker. You know, that's all. It, but it's just like, it, it's stunning, man. It's to watch it again, it's like watching a whole new movie for the first time. Mm-hmm. And may have seen it a thousand times. Mm-hmm. But man, it just holds up so ridiculously well. So now my next question is, good friends at the the studio. When are you putting The Exorcist out on 4K -hmm. for me? Mm Because that's like starting to be missing for me. I need and The Exorcist and the French Connection, please. Okay. Like if you can put those together for me on 4K, I'd be really, really happy. Because those are going to rock hard. Mm -hmm.
3: But
0: But there's a lot of good stuff coming out in the next few months. Um, Untouchables. Okay another awesome that's gonna be great in 4k um and then you got the spider-man movie Mm hmm any
3: one or
0: the the most recent the most recent one yeah yeah Yeah. that's gonna be great and there's something else i can't remember coming out on 4k yeah Uh uh-huh there's a lot of good stuff right now it's like if you're a physical media person it's like a little